Hello and welcome to Business of Tech. I'm your host, Ali Amiri. On this show, we are dissecting business and culture through lens of technology. On today's show, we're going to focus on Director of Operations. She worked in the international trade industry. She went to George Washington University and studied computer information systems. We are so lucky to have her here in the studio today. So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to give a warm welcome to Sarah Amiri. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Ali. Thank you for having me here today. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I hope I made a good introduction about you. Um, let me ask you this. Um, can you maybe you can talk in more details about your background and just give us a quick introduction, please? Sure, of course. Uh, my Well, currently I am, at, as you know, as director of operations in a trade association and I've been with the, my current company for over two years now, and mm-hmm. before that, I have been working with the federal government and various different departments. Cool. So, I have worked when it comes to finance, financials, budget, and all the way up to IT. Um, I have touched on everything, and okay. as you know, as director of operations, you're always involved in everything and anything. Yes. So, are you director of operations uh, Sulphur Institute? Yes. Oh, okay. So, let me ask you this then: What do director like for this position for your company that you do? Because I know most of the directors of operations could vary different roles. So, if you can like tell me more about about your company, what specific uh, things that you take care of. So, in uh, currently, uh, like we're, we have been a lot of having some issues when it comes to VPN and mm-hmm. um, Microsoft uh, program uh, software, and also um, with with VPN, we've have been have we have had a lot of issues, and then we never had uh, SharePoint, mm-hmm. which that makes a big difference. So. Um, I will. I would mention what I've introduced to our in our our company, and then I'll also tell you what are the technologies that we use that has well helped us. Okay. So, like I said, that VPN was not very helpful when it mm-hmm. comes to because we travel a lot. I travel a lot. Okay. And uh, VPN was not the most ideal thing uh, to work for us because it's not fast enough. Mm-hmm. But um, when I joined the uh, our company, I brought in uh, SharePoint and introduced that to our staff and build it myself oh, okay. uh, even though I had no prior experience yeah um, and then trained everyone how to use SharePoint and now mm. I, everybody has been using it uh, every single day okay. uh, so that helped us mm-hmm. uh, a lot when it comes to have a, having access to a to a certain file in just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that has been huge. And also, we never had used uh, Skype, but now it's Microsoft Teams yeah. previously. So now that we have Teams, that has tr- helped us tremendously. We can okay. uh, contact each other uh, and uh, work on things uh, as a team uh, through Teams. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, really been uh, helpful. Oh, okay. So. What are you telling me? And I'm trying to comprehend what you're mm-hmm. telling me. So you guys have been using Office 265, yes. which has, it's in the cloud, and you can access all your applications through a web browser, Yeah. and which makes things so efficient and easy. It does. And outside of that is, 
we've been using it for our company and I feel like it's really great. The only thing is, a lot of people that are not tech savvy, they had the, this pushback where they were like, hold on, um, Teams, how do you use this? Can you show me like a quick basic? And what I usually do is forward them the Microsoft tutorial, which gives you really great understanding of how to use the basic functionality. Then you could build from top of it. And like, as you were saying, Teams great to call people. Um, they have like this uh, chat system mm -hmm. where you can actually write things and see everything um, be between those groups, kind of like a messenger. Right. And you, everybody knows what's going on and you can drag and drop files. Exactly. It makes things so easy. But um, did you have any pushback from your um, leadership when you tried to teach them this new technology? Of course, I think you, any uh, new... Um the, when it comes to pushback them like uh, within our company it was more like how much time consuming is it gonna be okay and my uh, CEO was more worried that I already have a lot my workload is huge yeah and for me um, to create SharePoint for our company mm -hmm. and uh, also then later on teach everyone train everyone I think that was his pushback was was it even necessary but then wow. once when I showed uh, them the benefits of uh, the things that it could bring to us and make our life easy in every single way mm -hmm. um, he understood that and then uh, we were able to execute it and uh, even though I worked nights and weekends um, wow. and took over all my time but I'm very proud of that. Yeah, that's good. A lot of people don't, if they don't understand something, they're always scared of using something. I mean, I'm probably not using good vocabulary, but that's what I would say. They're scared of to use something that's brand new. It terrifies, especially people like late baby boomers. It's just because they think it's like really complicated. But as far as it's not that complication goes, it makes things actually easier. It automates things like Facebook does. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, not Facebook, SharePoint and any other uh, technology on Microsoft. You can automate anything. Right now on my Outlook, actually, I created uh, these folders where anytime anybody emails me, I build this condition, it, mm -hmm. it actually sorts it out. Right. So it makes me super efficient. Outside of that, I try to always think of ways I could automate things so that could uh, take my time away and actually make more bigger decisions that are uh, more, I say, important than doing the legwork. Yeah. So. And I think my, um, any all Microsoft, uh, just my, Microsoft software is just a uh, so essential, especially mm -hmm. nowadays. It's just mandatory for everybody to be an expert in it. And yes. I definitely, if I, you know, we're hiring anyone, we want to make sure that they have no Microsoft, uh, they're an expert in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are just the basics. It, it, it doesn't even have to be IT. I feel like if you are in business and marketing or any kind of work that you're using a computer or even a kiosk, you have to know the basics of how to exactly. operate something. Um, you know, did, um, by, there was a, my friend who didn't know how to type correctly. So there's this website, guys, you can look it up. So, so by Google, they made, it says like typing or mm -hmm. typing.com. But what it does is uh, it shows you actual picture of how to place your fingers and keyboard. And uh, you start from like, you know, the letters, the F and J, then build all the way to really numbers. It. Yeah, and that way you have 
uh, the right way to learn and how to write and uh, how to type I'm sorry and yeah. the thing is even at work I see all these uh, uh, people that are you know uh, that has been with companies for a way longer time I'll be honest with you they type with one fingers it's like you have to use all your fingers to type but yeah. it's just that it goes back you know like if they don't know the right way somebody has to show them the right, right. way yeah and I try to do the right thing all the time and teach them it's like hey don't be scared go take that leap of faith you'll learn it right yeah, yeah. so yeah, and I think nowadays there's so much available online if you don't know something just google it and you will right. you will find the answer I mean that's how I share I, I built the SharePoint I did not know anything I basically just went on Google and I started googling and next thing you know it everything was built yeah so let me ask you this then what are some big uh, technology challenges you face so far Technology challenges, uh, I mean, there are of course setbacks, like some issues when it comes to like, um, and it's usually because the bandwidth of, because we travel a lot and then the bandwidth of like a wireless that we're using and we're in a hotel, it's usually very uh, slow mm -hmm. or it's not that, that much is not available for a general public. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something that we are having a lot of issues and at the same time uh, like I mentioned earlier like some of the new technology that we have or I would like the staff to use um, it's harder for me to uh, execute it because just because they're so used to a certain thing uh, for such a certain amount of time that okay. they don't want to do that change yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, SharePoint, I had to like execute it and show examples and uh, and just make uh, my, super, my my boss's uh, or the CEO's ch change his mind that this is something that we need in right. order to be better uh, as a company, as a group. Okay. So what you, what you told me, I totally get it. Then. I, I kind of piggybacking what you're saying like then as a director you have setbacks I'm pretty sure and what are uh, some setbacks that say like a director would face on daily basis that they can overcome over time or something that you experienced in the past that you can share with our audience so one thing that I would always uh, when it comes to setbacks uh, and we are we are I mean every professional has has some sort of a setback in their career yeah or in their company mm -hmm. so if my if I have to tell anyone that or to give them an advice when it comes to setback is to commit uh, to your own personal development make okay. sure that you know you are personally growing not you know first and also you're within the company that you're with that's helping you grow as well mm -hmm. and of course you need to help that company grow too so yeah. it's it's a whole full, full circle so you have to make sure development in all those three parts and you will be okay mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to that and then also uh, take risks you have to take risks mm -hmm. um, and if you don't then you will not uh, you will not know what's gonna happen so mm -hmm. it's okay to take risks uh, mm -hmm. Definitely invest uh, into your company, in yourself, mm -hmm. and uh, and at the end of the day, even if you take that risk and you don't succeed, um, you know, give yourself that credit, the credit that you have done it. At least yeah. you tried it. You 
you thought it would work or and it didn't work and that's okay mm-hmm. and or if you thought it worked and it worked that's great mm-hmm. but regardless you gave it a try yeah talking about risk um, we talked about it too uh, the, you know the bigger the risk the bigger the reward you know, sometimes yes yeah so but outside of that uh, we talked about it offline that I have some 2020 visions that I'm trying to implement. Right. So th- that's like a big risk factor for me too because uh, some of this industry that I know it, but I don't know it, like I haven't done with in a, being in a business for such a long time that I know the industry so well, but just having that, um, this feeling inside me just wanted to uh, just go ahead and do it. And because I feel like if I don't do it now, then what I'm going to do it. So that's a risk for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to take that risk because the risk factor for me is not that high. Yeah. So save someone, he's on his uh, like late 40s. He has like probably kids, mortgage, you know, wife and just a lot of bills. So that person can be taking that kind of risk, you know. Yeah. And for my audience, I uh, just wanted to tell you guys, if you are young and you have an idea that is really innovative, uh, don't let people talk down to you, you know, just try it, see if it works. And like Sarah was saying, if you even fail, there's a tremendous amount of knowledge you'll gain from it just by doing it. So I would say go ahead and if you want to start a company, start a company today and just look into it and just learn the basic foundation, how everything puts together and research, 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 research. You don't know how much amount of time I put in uh, lots of research on the things that I'm uh, trying to do in 2020 but uh, I think if you know your market you you have that gut feeling that you know you're doing the right thing go ahead do it so Sarah let me and ask you this just to add to that like I have also noticed like a lot of women in the industry in majority of the industries they are the ones who they do not take risks mm-hmm. so as a fellow woman I always advise uh, women or even my friends to take take your chances take that risk if you think mm-hmm. this is gonna work for you and this is what you need to do yes. uh, do it uh, and I am definitely all about uh, even mentoring younger women mm-hmm. um, and uh, even though sometimes like when I was in high school I craved for someone to help me or mentor me uh, even though I have a huge group of uh, women in my life, but mm-hmm. I needed someone who was in the industry or in, in the business or whatever that I wanted to do, to mm-hmm. have. I wanted basically a, an, a model who was a female uh, model who was in the business industry. Okay. And I did not have that. Mm-hmm. So for me now, when I do see a young girl in high school or even in college, and I do definitely tell them that hey if you need some sort of an advice or mentoring or anything yes let me know because uh-huh. um, that's uh, I think as a woman I want to support other women and yes I want uh, all you know us to support each other yeah just wanted to add on that business mm-hmm. of tech support woman and Sarah is the first female and welcome Sarah thank you thank you for being our honored guest for being the first female actually thank you good uh, to be here on my podcast so this is a landmark <laughs> and you know um, I always support you know I have a big um, uh, the woman around me in my life always supported me you know and I feel like having you being there and giving them mentorship it's really helping them to kind of find their way in their path in life and mm-hmm. you're actually kind of giving them blueprints that they can follow and they can follow and get where they want or at least 
um, helping them, uh, giving them the education to get there. Because it might not be the destination they want, at least it will place them somewhere better. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. I, and my advice always to young women is to, uh, you know, t take chances and at the same time always believe in yourself. Because as a woman, we always doubt ourselves. Everything that we do is never perfect, even mm -hmm. though it is perfect. So just take that leap of chance and uh, if you see something that you're going to succeed, jump on it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but there's like um, lots of, I feel like in past generation, like, uh, you know, to, we should look up to a lot of women. It's just like they came. It's just the right now the market is so saturated that uh, it's a little bit, I feel like mo I can't really talk because you know I'm, I'm a guy so like most women I feel like it's a little bit they're getting scared to get in the tech world or something that's so male dominated that right but it, it, it has been changing a lot too mm -hmm. I mean uh, like a couple years ago where Amazon had barely you know just a handful of our I'm not sure I, exactly what was the number but let's just say a handful of uh, software engineers but now they have thousands of them uh, and I'm hoping Are they female? Yes. Oh, wow. More okay. female. So, That's awesome, yeah. Um, so a lot of women who were young, when they were younger, that they were being told that they shouldn't be software engineers or being an engineer is just for men or uh, things like that. Yeah. It's not that norm anymore. Women mm -hmm. are being encouraged not just by their mothers, they're, they're actually being encouraged by their you know both parents and at the same time society is encouraging women a lot mm -hmm. and i think this is what we need to do we need to encourage young girls uh, from the very beginning and at the same time teach our little boys that women or girls are as equal as them like right. we shouldn't be uh, putting one over, below over another exactly exactly that's one day i want to teach my kids like that too and people around me too I tell same them, here me too <laughs> we're all in playing field and actually i think i think you know we should praise women more because it's just in general like when i do i try like even like when i try to eat or open the door i let them go first because i respect women a lot mm -hmm. and as far as that i feel like right now um there's a lot of good role models mm -hmm. and and right now the industry is changing for sure yeah so there's a lot of developers that are females you know really great developers and um, i feel like now it's not an issue like we're in 21st century like you know all that's over we're all in same level playing level field you know men and women and any other genders um so outside of that let me ask you this. I mean, this technology thing is like really moving rapidly. We got VR, AR, like everything, like all of this just thrown at us. So what are you curious about right now? So I'm very interested right now in uh, augmented, reali augmented reality is because mm -hmm. uh, what we are looking for is, uh, or what we're trying to build is, uh, since we uh, also work with safety of uh, safely loading and unloading sulfur and sulfuric acid, mm -hmm. and that we want to build a software where you could um, show um, the uh, the engineers how this gets done. Yeah. Uh, so. So show the process of how this overall how to handle how, uh, sulfur. How to handle the chemical right. properly. Um, to load it and, and unload it mm -hmm. and also I'm interested in uh, virtual reality mm -hmm. I think uh, it's everywhere and I don't know a whole lot about it yeah um, I mean you you played that scary game you know? I have played some games but yeah. I don't understand the whole concept of it even yeah. though I have done software engineering 
um, uh, I've studied it, but I don't understand the whole concept of it. Uh, yeah. So that's something that on my list that I would like to learn more about. Oh, okay. Yeah, right now AWS, uh, Google on their uh, cloud platform, GPU, and uh, Microsoft Azure, they actually have for developers to go on their cloud platform and actually create uh, augmented reality or uh, VR, virtual reality. So they have these softwares available online for people to do it. Outside of that, you just really need a strong uh, compute power. Because yeah. I have a friend that he does, uh, if you anybody's uh, interested in augmented or VR in any design work, you can listen to episode two, uh, where I had Brandon, my friend, over and he give us a little right. insight about it. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually, I'm gonna get you guys connected because you know that, yeah, that way be great. you guys can talk about it. Yeah, and you guys are working on like some fascinating technology that's moving really fast and uh, can benefit. You know, people um, use the right practices for handling the sol uh, the sulfur. Right, and I think that's what like technology plays such a big part. Like we actually don't want to touch the chemical, and mm -hmm. uh, that's where the technology comes. And you don't even have to to go and touch the chemical or have someone go and touch it and show, demonstrate it to all other uh, people or, or all other engineers who wants to see it or learn how to do this yes. process. So for us, if we could have just that technology instead of having get, have, you know, have, have a person do it, you, mm -hmm. you have a technology who just does it, who just does it for you. Yeah, and I feel like it will give people a really good understanding how to do it because you can talk about things as much as you want but if you can actually show them visually I think that's like really helpful right yeah, yeah. that's why I guess a lot of people do like you know presentation like PowerPoint because uh, they just I mean they have their whole speech written down and trying to tell you their idea mm -hmm. but the fact they have like a couple of slides and images it just makes it more powerful right so having augmented reality will definitely um, give people an understanding of how to do these the best way possible. It would be a game changer for us. So Sarah, this brings me to my last question. What advice would you give your younger self? To my younger self, I would always tell our, or, tell, or any actually young woman mm -hmm. uh, is always uh, take a seat at the table. And even if you're told not to sit on the table, at the, take a seat, uh, make sure you have a seat on the in that table okay um, and also don't be afraid to ask any questions uh, you have to make sure that everybody listens to your uh, opinions your uh, concerns uh, mm -hmm. whatever you have uh, make sure you are being heard okay okay now that's that's a really great advice I feel like a lot of people uh, resist that I even see through people I work with that they're they they don't have the confidence to do certain things like Steve Jobs was saying like you have to ask for stuff and sometimes people mm -hmm. actually do uh, things that you ask for but exactly. if you don't ask they don't know so that's right yeah yeah no that's a really great advice you, you know and um, for my all um, audience that are listening just want to see if you thought of something and if you ever want, wanted something if you don't really communicate how would they know you want that so you have to communicate if you want a promotion go in your boss's office knock it knock the door, not knock over your foot, but you know, knock on it and actually have a conversation with them and show them your value, show them how much you bring 
that you actually need this. And I'm pretty sure if you already thought about it, you already know the answer. All you have to do is just go and approach them. Absolutely, so, I agree with that. You don't be afraid. Just if you know and you know your potential, mm -hmm. whatever it is, uh, you need to ask for it and don't be afraid. Oh, okay. Well, Sarah, this kind of brings in the last segment of our podcast. I uh, just want to say for uh, our audience, if they need to find you, do you have a website, social media, LinkedIn? Uh, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. Okay. Name uh, Sarah Mary. Okay. And and if there's if uh, if anyone is there who has any questions or any uh, girls, women have um, they want they need a mentor. Mm -hmm. I just. Uh, send me a message and I would love to connect with you or have any questions or anything that you need to know um, when it comes to your career or school or any sort of an advice when it comes to all of that uh, just send me a message and I'll be more than happy to uh, guide you uh, or actually even connect you to the right uh, woman that I know in my life uh, I, uh, and I can connect them with those and that's great. So everyone, if you uh, wanted to get in touch with Sarah, please find her in LinkedIn. Her name will be on the description of my podcast. And uh, thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for Sarah. It was an honor and a privilege to have you in the studio today. Thank you. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was an honor being here. Yeah, we might have to have, uh, do a future follow-up one day. Absolutely. Yeah, We'd love yeah, that. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a wonderful day. Peace. <laughs>